Welcome to the Storytellers with a Message podcast. This is where we tell real stories with real people. I'm Lori Grant, and I'm committed to capturing some of our life stories and lessons we learn from them. Everybody has a story to tell. It was a cold, rainy night as I drove home from the hospital. I was a brand new Grammy with a now nine-hour-old grandson. It had been a grueling day, waiting and waiting and worrying and worrying about how things were going in the delivery room for my daughter and son-in-law. It's funny how all the movies and TV shows portray having a baby as such a simple task. I got the phone call about 2.30 p.m. from my son-in-law that our new little dude had arrived. He said all was well and my daughter would call me soon. Way ahead of time, we had decided once she went into labor, I would wait at her house until the baby was born. Although we were post-COVID, the hospital was still very strict about visitors. Although I was the only one allowed to visit, we had planned that I would head over to the hospital after she was moved from labor and delivery to her room, giving mommy and daddy a little alone time with the new baby. Unless, of course, she decided otherwise. It wasn't until 5 p.m. that she called me. It didn't take but just a few words from my daughter telling me how things had gotten a little scary to know she was overwhelmed. She said they still wouldn't be moving her to her other room for a bit. I could tell she was shaken up, but yet she didn't ask if I would come over to the hospital. As soon as I hung up with her, I texted her husband and let him know I was on my way. I told him I would wait in the lobby, but I needed to be close. I also wanted my daughter to know that I was right down the hallway, close by, if she needed me. He responded very quickly with a phone call and told me that there was no need to wait in the lobby. I could come directly to their room. When I walked into the room, it was quiet. Baby was sleeping, and Mommy and Daddy were quietly chatting with a nurse nearby. There was nothing they needed from me. There was nothing they needed for me to do for them physically. But the looks on their faces were worth a million words. Although they had incredible care, they were scared, and they were exhausted, and they were alone. They were so relieved to see me. I pulled a chair up next to my daughter, and the two of them ran through the events of the prior 24 hours. I could see how it would have been overwhelming. At some point, my son-in-law grabbed a blanket and pillow and crashed over in the corner. He would never have done that had I not been there. But there was no question he needed a few hours of rest, and he was relieved that someone was there simply for emotional support. This having baby stuff can be pretty traumatic. I don't know why we seem to think we need to do everything on our own. Why is asking for help so difficult? A few hours passed, and my daughter was allowed to be moved to her other room. I stayed with them until about 10 o'clock and then headed back to their house in the dreary, cold, very dark night. It was about a 30-minute drive from the hospital to their house, most of it on surface streets. The last few miles were freeway miles. As I drove, I called a friend to check in. It was nice for me to have someone to chit-chat with for a bit of the drive. It had been a long day. I realized the day had taken a toll on me as well. We hung up right about when I hopped onto the freeway. 
As I was driving those last few miles, I noticed a big rig in front of me was dropping quite a bit of snow. Not surprising. We had gotten so much rain that day, meaning there was snow up the hill a few miles to my east. What I wasn't prepared for was the big block of ice that fell off the underside of the truck and bounced into the front of the underside of my car with a horrific thud. Of course, it scared the heck out of me, but I kept going to the off-ramp. I was only about five miles from my daughter's house. Once on the off-ramp, my car started to make this horrible scraping sound. There was most definitely something that had broken loose on the underside of my car, and it was dragging as I drove. Now what? I had to pull over. There was no way I could drive the rest of the way to her house without knowing what was going on underneath my car. The person I would normally call in a situation like this was my son-in-law, but he was in a hospital room with my daughter and their new baby. I couldn't leave my car there on the side of the road for two reasons. Not safe for me and not safe for my car. So what choice did I have? I called my friend back and said the three hardest words for me to say. I need help. And he came to my rescue. It turns out it wasn't a critical car thing at all, just an engine cover that came loose due to the ice that hit it. He made sure I was safe and my car was safe. He took care of it in less than 10 minutes. Still, something I couldn't have done myself. Again, I say, why is asking for help? so difficult. Maybe we don't want to bother anyone, or perhaps we pride ourselves in being independent. For me, I somehow equate asking for help to being a sign of weakness. I don't mind being the helper. I just don't like being the helpless. But I guess it's all in how you look at it. For someone like me and my daughter, asking for help is actually a sign of strength. So here's my message. Fear of asking for help isn't just fear of not being capable. It's also fear of being a burden, fear of imposing, and fear of being too needy. But the truth is, asking for help shows signs of strength, signs of confidence and resourcefulness. So, I guess the weakness in asking for help is not asking for it at all. By the way, most people genuinely enjoy lending others a helping hand. If we like helping people, we should think of accepting help as a chance to give others the same opportunity. Remind yourself that asking for help means you're strong enough to admit you don't have all the answers. This has been Storytellers with a Message. If you enjoyed the show, please hit the subscribe button. And don't forget to leave a review on your favorite podcast app. If you have a great story to tell, I'd love to hear from you. You can shoot me an email at storytellerswithamessage at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Lori, wishing you joy and peace.